Too seriously. My name is Shane. I'm here again with my brother. I'm not. From the first episode, I went, What's up, everybody? I'm not saying that this time because I hate it. <laughs> well, maybe don't sound so stupid, Eric. And then uh, my best friend in the whole entire world, Eric Topper. What's up, everybody? Oh, oh God. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds way better when you say it. Oh, I can't I, wait to hear that. I hated it. All right. Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, thanks, thanks so much for taking some time to listen to us. Um, well, let's just check in, see uh, see how everybody's week has been. Um, how, what have you guys been up to this week? What's been going on? I did not have a wedding this week. I've had with four weddings already. I have six more to go this summer. So I have ten weddings. Next week, have Shane and I, oh, you too, all four of us have, all three of us have a bachelor party on Friday for a friend of ours. Yep. We had the rehearsal lunch, and then Saturday... Shane and I go for our future brother-in-law's bachelor party yep. in Atlantic City, drive all the way back for church on Sunday, and then we have the wedding on Sunday. All the while, Erica has a bachelorette party. So my kids are going to have to fend for themselves. I have no idea who's taking care of them. Well, hopefully they like Cheerios. <laughs> hopefully they can find it by themselves. <laughs> so yeah, Eric's had a million weddings. Uh, maybe you should try not being as nice to people and you won't get Start saying, invited yeah, to as many. I, I try to be to not say as nice. No. I try to not be nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I think weddings kind of suck. Mm. <laughs> it depends on the wedding. I, mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with that. But overall, I just I'm not a fan of, of love. I, no, I love it's fine. And all. <laughs> I'm just not. That's what I mean, God is love. And you're not a fan of love. I love you is know, great. Fine. No, you're I'm not just, a fan of celebrating love. It's fine. I don't know. I just don't think that weddings are really that much fun unless you have like your entire friend group there. I can see that. Yeah. Especially because a lot of people use the argument, oh, we're well, getting a free dinner and this and that. Nah. And then again, you're also going to be giving, you're, you're paying for yeah. that food by giving them their gift. Yeah. Like you, you can't come without a card or gift. No. So you are paying for that meal anyway. It's like you're just, you have to go out. You have no right. choice that night. Topper and I went to a wedding where I was invited and. I could bring Erica, but we weren't date. We weren't married at the time, and and it was actually my ex girlfriend's wedding. And she said, "Well, if you don't bring Erica, you can bring Topper." So I knew she wanted to just bring Topper. So I brought Topper, and we did not bring a gift. No. What? We didn't bring a card. Nothing. We brought nothing. You can't do that. I know. I told Erica a year later when we got their gift at our wedding. She said, "You didn't give a gift." Topper didn't either. We wow. probably used the, like the poor college kid excuse of that. But we can't. That's, that's not an excuse. At this point, you can't do that. I don't not, remember. Not now. It's not an excuse if you're in college. If I, you get invited to a wedding, you need to bring a well, gift. Well, I technically didn't get invited. I, no, Eric did. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Eric, you were my date. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't even discuss that we didn't bring a gift. We didn't even think about it. <laughs> it, it, was never, it never crossed our mind. That was the first wedding I've ever been to. I didn't know I had to do that. That's your first. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. I, I, I am not a big fan of, at weddings, things like the bouquet toss, things like cutting of the cake, things like the first dance, all of this stuff that you got to do. I, I would Honestly, I would just rather have my evening to do whatever I want to do. 
instead of celebrating the fact that somebody found love. Unless unless they are an extremely friends. close friend. Yeah, if you don't if you're, there's a friend, they don't give a crap about the fact that they found love. <laughs> and you don't want to celebrate it because it might inconvenience your day because you have to bring a twenty dollar gift and you get fifty dollars worth of food. Do I look most that likely you? and cake <laughs> and you get to have fun and dance, all that stuff. But you don't want to go to that because they're not a close friend. There's a friend friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. I would rather not. Well, I'm glad I summed it up for I'm you. I'm just not a fan of weddings. Anyways, okay, so you've had a million weddings to go to. Topper, what's been going on with you? So I just started listening to 90s radio on Spotify, and it has been awesome. Oh, yeah? Like, what, so it what brings are some back that have come up? such great memories. Not 90s rock, just not 90s, 90s rock. Oh, and so, so you could got you could, let me let me let me guess you got like TLC in TLC, there. That's the first don't thing I said to you. Go Scrubs also. Yeah. Scrubs. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't even want to start singing it because then it'll be stuck in my head for the week. You know what came on today? What? Smash Mouth. Oh, Eric loved Smash Mouth. Yeah. I yeah. did love them. Yeah. But I'm at the point to where Everclear. Everclear did come on. Yeah. Everlast. I don't. Not yet. It I'm sure. Really it, I'm sure it will. Yeah. Sublime. Not yet. Third Eye Blind. Not yet. Shane knows his 90s music. Yeah. <laughs> Christina Aguilera, Gene yes. okay. yeah, that song, that song. So I just listened to all of these Actually, like yeah. pretty decent bands, and Eric went to Christina yeah. Aguilera. Oh, yeah, we went nine days. Well, we had Goo Goo Dolls. We had, we had Goo Goo Dolls, Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, yeah. Um, Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. That was that, that one song. Oh, that's Mambo Number no. 5, Lou Vega. Uh, is that 90s? That's 90s. I feel like that's 2000s. Well, it's that probably late 90s. It's late 90s. Late 90s, yeah. What about Jamiroquai? <laughs> not that yet it's, these are probably uh, all still to come yeah yeah okay so no I'm at the point now to where a song will come on and I'm like oh I remember this song yeah and I like it because I remember it but I think that when I was listening to it back then I probably thought it was terrible yeah probably but now that I listen to it I'm like oh this is a good song it triggers a but, memory yeah I need someone to actually like you an outsider to listen to this and tell me if it's a good song or not because to me I like it just because it's nostalgic you don't like no, you know I mean? yeah you don't like the song I don't like, you like the, the song. memory of the song yeah. like the memory of the song yeah. so I just need somebody like a 16 year old to listen to the song but tell me if this is actually good to know if it is no, well not. no the, you can't get a 16 year old yeah, because a 16 year old will, will not like it but the whole while that you were talking I was reminded Eric of uh I don't know if you, if you remember what Topper's first <laughs> CD was that he bought. When yeah, we, were kids. we weren't allowed to have we were the not CD. Allowed. And I'm sure. two years older than Topper. Eric is four year old, four years older than Topper. And Topper came home with uh, a Cisco album with the Thong song. Yeah. <laughs> at what? At what? Eight? Eight years right, old? Man, Nine? On. I was probably twelve. Twelve. You weren't. I think you were. I don't believe that. I think you were twelve. I was Eric not, would have had to be sixteen. I was not eight. <laughs> I was allowed to have a Cisco. Yeah. CD. Yeah. We knew better no, than having. I don't a Cisco think CD, that you were not. 12. I don't think that your mom would let you, even if you were sixteen, have a CD that had a thong song on it. Well, that's probably a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it's a good thing that I had the CD, but I, I also purchased another CD with that Cisco CD, and it was Blink One Eighty Two, Dude Ranch. No, I so thought it was Enema of the State. Enema no, the State. Dude Ranch. It was Dude Ranch? Dude Ranch. I gave you the CD. Dude Ranch? It, it, had, Dude, it had the porn star on the front. Dude, no, Dude Ranch. Dude Ranch? He knows, yes. He knows his blood. I wow. promise you. I gave you the CD. Because I remember you being like, you have that? I can't listen to that. And I was like, you can have it if you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah we weren't allowed. Yeah. You were free. Yeah. We were hardcore Christian home. We yeah. couldn't have any sticker CDs. And you guys turned out to be pastors, and I'm could, not. Could watch yeah. 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 I guess our parents did something right. Yeah, they did something right. Yeah, I remember not being allowed to have any CDs that had parental advisory on it. And for Christmas one year, I got a Blink-182 live album, 
which was a lot, a, a lot of language in yeah. it. And it had a sticker on it, but my mom didn't notice that it was a parental advisory one. So they, I open it up on Christmas, and I see the parental advisory sticker, and I put my thumb over it, and then like my dad's like, oh, what'd you get, what'd you get? And I hold up the album holding the my thumb over the sticker so my mom wouldn't see, yeah. and, she, and she never knew when we hit it. I used to get Got CDs. Her. Take that, mom. <laughs> I used to get CDs, and I would know that they would cuss, or even if they weren't sticker, they still would cuss. Like I got Incubus's "Make Yourself," I think it's what it's called. And on the way home, mom would want to put it in the car and listen to it. Uh-oh. So okay, so I put it in, and while we're driving home, I'm trying to read in advance the lyrics. And if I caught, if I found out a cuss word was coming, and like Incubus cuss words were coming. When that part came, Dude, I would cough. always cough. Oh yeah, <coughs> so like, much. <coughs> yeah. Gosh. And eventually, but eventually, just we just started buying stickered CDs. Like I bought Corn and Rage Against the Machine, and then my and then Mom just stopped caring. She should have cared about my taste in music, Corn. <laughs> but <laughs> Rage is so good. But yeah, yeah. But speaking of Christianity, I wanted to bring up something for you guys. Oh gosh, Pastor. Here we go. First off, that's the worst segue. <laughs> Speaking of just general topic that our entire podcast is about, yeah, have any of you guys watched the show um, The Path? Yes, I, I have not. No. I've seen not. I've not seen every episode, but maybe five or okay, so. Okay, um, so you've seen it, Shane. Yeah. So, Topper, tell tell us what it's about. I I don't know. <laughs> five seconds. What it's about? Uh, it's about a cult, um, and it's about uh, these people. Stop. Okay, I hate so, when you do that. Good <laughs> on the spot, like that. so. Basically, it's about a cult. And watching yeah. it, I was like starting to think about other cults because I got into a little like. You got into a cult? No, no, I never got into a cult. But I got into a phase where I like to look up different cults and watch like YouTube videos on cults. Okay, here's the one that was the '80s. I, I should. Oh, thank goodness, mom protected us from the <laughs> <mental> <laughs> albums. There's looking up cults. No, I just like I just think it's interesting how like people believe like these crazy things and um like there's the one dude in the 80s you can look on youtube where they believe that that if they died this certain day they would go to this kind of heaven type thing mm-hmm. and they all died in this ranch and they all had like where they drank the kool-aid they all had i think so and they all had adidas shoes so, i don't know anyway so i looked up i watched a bunch of things on all of them and like i've looked up things on scientology watched the going clear pot um HBO. documentary on yeah, HBO, it was good. Which yeah. really good so do you guys you guys know what Scientology is about, right? Like what they actually believe? Well, I have not paid money, so no, I do yeah, not know what Scientology is. First off, you have to pay money to believe it, but okay, in case anyone listening does not know, let me give it to you really Well, quick. hold on, just a, a quick disclaimer. If there are any Scientologists listening to the podcast, we apologize in advance. But you believe crazy things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ba- okay, so basically really quickly, here's what Scientologists truly believe, here's the ultimate whatever. 75 million years ago, there was an alien named Xenu, X-E-N-U, this evil emperor that ran this galaxy. Is that the warrior princess? Yeah, Xenu the warrior princess. <laughs> and and he, the, his galaxy got overpopulated, so he decided to trick all these different aliens to come through a through a tax or something like that. He said it's, it's some kind of tax thing, and they all showed up. They killed all these aliens. They took these alien, frozen aliens, took them to Earth. They, it was about how many was it? Hold on, I wrote it down. Um, billions of billions of aliens to Earth on spaceships that looked like DC eights. That's why Scientologists can't use that anymore. DC eights took them to Earth, 
and and got rid of the dead bodies by putting these frozen bodies in a volcano. But what happened is these souls of these aliens came out of the volcano. But Xenu, the evil emperor princess or <laughs> warrior princess, knew this was going to happen. So he made soul catchers and he caught all these souls. And then he took these souls and he brainwashed these souls into believe certain things. Do those like, soul catchers look like dream catchers? I have no idea. <laughs> and so and so these these souls believe got brainwashed into our culture and like Jesus and like Buddha and all these things. And then they released these souls and these souls went to all, all the people that were there. So all the people that walked around had at least one of these alien souls. And that's why there's all the bad stuff in this world is because of that. And mm-hmm. when you have a kid, you pass down this alien soul unless you get rid of it. And the way you get rid of it is by joining Scientology, paying a lot of money in order to do that. So that's Sign a belief that, tr- that people truly believe. And it sounds crazy right yeah and so i would define scientology as a cult personally just from some of the things that i that i know not it's more than it's not just a religion it's a cult but here's what made me think about christianity when it came to the path and scientology all stuff um do you think that christianity to people that aren't christians and have maybe never been part of christian home or anything do you think that they look at it like, you know what, this is just a cult? Just like the same way I look at Scientology. No. No, I, I do not because Christianity has been around for however long. It's been around for thousands of years. Um, and uh, I think that the majority of people know what Christianity is. And so, um, and it's been around for so long and... There's so many different... Now, if you're asking if there's corruption, yes. There's been corruption throughout the, the church for all of history. But people looking at it as a cult, I would not think so, no. Topper? Um, I don't know. I don't think I would... I, I, th- I do know it's hard to look at it because our whole podcast yeah. is the fact that we're looking at everything through Christian glasses. But yeah, um, but yeah sorry. No, I know people have, have kind of thought that, or some non-Christians have thought that it's something like a ploy to sell like false hope or something along those lines, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I don't really know if it would classify as a cult. Right, like if you, if you tell somebody who's not a Christian, hey, I'm going to church on Sunday, they would not be like, oh, you're part of a cult. Yeah. Here, let me, so I, I looked up some symptoms of a cult. So these are descriptions uh, that I found of a cult, and I want you to tell me if it sounds familiar to you, okay? I wrote down six of them. Ready? Where did you get these from? The internet. <laughs> Where? Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. Some, some website. I looked. I, but th- these are different descriptions of what generally a cult is. Okay. Okay? Not saying what – I'm not pointing any fingers to what it is, but just in general. Can we say whether or not we agree with these descriptions? Yes. Okay. It's normally – Revolved around one leader, mm-hmm. so that's like, like uh, Scientology's Ron Hubbard, all those other ones. It's Charles something. Manson. Yeah, you're looking normally look at one person, and yeah. it's about that one person. Okay, a blind acceptance of information from the cult leaders. So you blindly accept because you're following this leader that what they're saying is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, you're isolated. So isolation. Those that are outside of the faith are lost, and they don't know, and all this stuff. So you isolate yourself. Uh, 
Okay. Do you mean like physically isolate yourself? Like both. Like you, I, you isolate yourself and you set yourself apart because you know something different yeah. or whatever. Yeah. A compulsive need to recruit others. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, but I don't. I actually, I don't know if I completely agree with that one because some cults. I don't know if they feel a compulsive need to recruit others. A lot of them do, though. A lot of them do. I mean, most cults, they want to grow. Yes. And the leaders want them to grow because the leaders get more like. But money some or cults are also super secretive and are not willing to share. Yeah, but majority is that. Yeah. Um, they, the people of the cult see themselves as worthless. Only through the practice of the cult's teachings can they save the world or serve the world. So they're not good enough, but because of what the cult offers, uh-huh. they are now better. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. And the last one, you lose your individuality, logic, and objectivity. Only reason to continue is to secure cult's agenda. Okay. What does all those things sound like to you? <laughs> does that sound like a church? Because if I look over this stuff, normally revolved around one leader. Yeah. I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about some of the mega churches that really care mega, about that yeah. one. And then if that one guy leaves, all of a sudden they shut down. Uh, a blind acceptance of info and of call leaders. What pastors? Well, that, how many times do the actual people read the Bible or just take our word for it? Well, that that is faith. Yeah, faith is believing in something without having all the answers. Yes. if you have the answer to something, that's I, not faith. I I'm not arguing whether <laughs> whether we are in a call. I'm just telling you. Just think, try think about. It. And a lot of people in our church do not, in my church at least, do not read the Bible. Yeah. They take what we say and we can yeah. tell them something that's not true and blame it on the Bible and they would never, they could find out, yeah. but they can never know. And if they listen to this podcast, that may worry them. <laughs> <laughs> um, isolation, those outside of the faith are lost. Yeah. Yeah. That's Christianities true. think that. Yeah. Um, um, a compulsive need to recruit others. I mean, yeah. Make disciples of all nations. Yeah, that's. Um, that see themselves as worthless only through practice of cults. We don't see ourselves as worthless, but we see ourselves as as well, no, sinful. We, we talk about and, not. We talk about being nothing without Jesus Christ, and without and, and and without Jesus, then we don't have hope. And we talk about how we're not able to make it through this world and this life alone. Loss of individuality, logic, and object, objectivity. Only reason to continue is to serve cult's agenda. So, only reason to keep going is to serve God's will. Yeah. So what what you're saying is oh boy. we are part of a cult. Probably. Well, folks, this is our last Nachamanas <laughs> Christian podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it so far. No, but this is now Nachamanas <laughs> Cult Podcast. Oh, boy. Obviously, we could argue all those. Yeah. We know the reasons why. But looking, if you look at somebody that has never been to church and stuff, like mm-hmm. you can see why they would think certain things. Like... Think about the idea of someone coming to church and then they say, okay, now give us money. We yeah. understand why we do that, right? We yeah. all do that. Yeah. But someone's far away might like, what money? Why would I give me money? Um, okay, now all of us stand and we all sing this one song or like a chant. Like that's that's cultish. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went to a youth group thing once and I, when I showed up, they were all there like doing this weird chant. And I was like, this is weird. And then they all got in this circle in like this Christian holy huddle and they started singing songs and I went to get like M&M's and literally the colors were separated in bowls. 
Ooh. red, blue, green. I was like, this. I'm Who not, took that time? I, I don't know, but it was. I was like, this is the Matrix. Like, I was like, this the is Matrix. this is a cult yeah. right here. But that actually, that's pretty nice though for the people that only like certain colors of M Ms. The M Ms have no different, <laughs> no different than flavor. It's not Skittles. It's all the same. Well, it's still nice. <laughs> so, so I mean, that was my watching the path and thinking yeah. about that. I thought. Well, no. I mean, there have definitely been times throughout being a part of Christianity, and, and we we were raised in the church our whole lives. Eric and I were, and Topper, um, we invited him to church, mm-hmm. and and he became his parents were Catholic, yeah, Catholic, yeah, yeah. Catholic church. So, so kind of grew up more just kind of traditional Catholic. Yeah, and almost everyone when if you live in America, you're. You have a even if you're if you grew up in an atheist home, you have a foundation yeah, of Christianity. Roots, yeah, sure. whether you believe Christianity or not, it's in there without you even knowing it. But not not everybody. No, but, but just large, just our laws are are in the foundation yeah. of it. Yeah, well, and God we trust and all those sort of things. But I mean, it, when you, th- I, I've thought before being being a part of a church, like okay, if somebody from the outside were to come in, what exactly would a person think? What exactly would a person think who who has never stepped foot in church before? Would they think that we are weird at our church? Uh, I would hope not. Yeah. And 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 we both go to churches where our goal all is to uh, yeah sorry all three of yeah. us go to churches where our goal is to do church for the unchurched and not to do church because we've just always mm-hmm. done it a certain way and not to do church for Christians mm-hmm. but to do church for the lost. And I'm using cultish terms as I'm trying to describe this, but but I, so what I'm trying to say is I've I've had these thoughts before, and um, and we come from where we are part of the Nazarene denomination, mm-hmm. which not many people know. It's not as common as Baptist or Methodist or Lutheran. Like people know those denominations, but the Nazarene Church of Nazarene is only a hundred years old, which is really young for a denomination. So whenever I tell somebody I go to a Nazarene church, the first thing I say is, if, if they don't know the, of the Nazarene church, the first thing I say is, it's not a cult. <laughs> I have said that many times before because people yeah. that that's where people's minds jump to, and nobody wants to be fooled into something. I've been a part of the Nazarene Church now for probably like 13 years, and I'll be honest, I still couldn't really tell you, like, what it, what the difference it is between oh. that. And, well, I mean, really though, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know the doctrine. Yeah. Like you guys have to study the doctrine and stuff like that for your pastoral mm-hmm. licenses. I haven't had to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, I've never, I've never checked out a Methodist church. I couldn't tell you what the difference between a Methodist church and a Nazarene church would be, honestly. Yeah. Well, the Nazarene Church and the Methodist Church are actually pretty similar. Okay, um, that's, but that's boring. Yeah, that's boring. That's, <laughs> that that's your mama's Christian. <laughs> but I mean, I understand. I understand what you're saying. But so then, what are things then that that you can do in order to make it not seem like a cult? Stop sacrificing lambs at church at the altar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's how about we like guilty? <laughs> how about a person who comes in? Who never set foot in church before, and it's Communion Sunday. Yeah, it's that, that's that's when we you could like we'll say certain things like don't feel obligated to come up all this stuff, but still it might seem a little weird when it comes to offering. We if it's your first time here, please do not feel obligated to give. We say we always say that, but that's kind of all this stuff because most of the time cults are for some kind of selfish reason, whether it's so a guy can have power. Or whether a guy can make money, or, or it could be because somebody just legitimately crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. or they like attention, yeah. or a bunch of stuff. So, um, 
yeah. But I just thought it was interesting to to try to look at Christianity. Yeah. Like I call it, and like some people do look at it mm-hmm. from our eyes, but yeah, yeah. Okay, well enough enough cult talk because this is kind of getting me down. <laughs> How about we take the Shane train over to oh, the sports station? Yeah, that's so stupid. I like it. It's not as stupid as. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are right about that, actually. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> wow. First off, everybody is mom and dad. You say, yeah, that's <laughs> it. You say, you sound like like an eighth grader who hit puberty like in fifth grade. Yeah, what's funny okay, is when we started the podcast, he he actually ran that line by me. He's like, I you know when we get introduced, I want to sound cool. And- <laughs> that's not <laughs> true. <laughs> okay, okay, over, over over to the sports station. Okay, I just. I have a question, and this is kind of a, 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 I don't know if you want to say theological question or not related to sports, but, but we grew up playing sports our whole lives, super into sports all the time, but as, as a Christian, but beyond that, just as a person who loves sports and I want a sport to, to happen a certain way, for example, what I'm trying to say is this, I don't want to ever win a game illegally and i'm not talking about steroids i'm not talking about uh you know an, an illegal substance or like having i don't know like uh any sort of sticky things on your hand and that's not what i'm talking about what i am talking about is i want to legitimately beat whoever it is i'm going up against fair and square and if i don't then it's just not the same to me do you agree or disagree 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 so you'd rather lose mm-hmm like let's let's take football for example. Okay. Let's say um, the ref calls a pass interference call on the other team when it wasn't a pass interference call. We get the ball in the one yard line, score a touchdown, win the game. You would rather us lose than that ref make a call that was just wrong. Well, this that is exactly my topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my topic is when you're playing a sport, and if somebody makes the wrong call, the referee, umpire, whoever makes the wrong call, and you know without a doubt. For example, if you're playing a basketball game and the ball touches you last before it goes out of bounds, but the referee says it's still your ball, do you have an obligation to tell the referee that it was off of you last? Because I saw a commercial of a kid doing that. Yeah, and the coach gave him thumbs up. Well, yeah, that's nice. they probably lost, but yeah, who knows? So my that's my question is: Is it do do we have an obligation as and as just not? I'm not talking about as a Christian at first. As a Christian, I mean, as an athlete, do we have an obligation to say, "Hey, no, I'm sorry, no, that was actually off of me. It's the other team's ball." I I don't think so. Okay. There's no way you do as an athlete, well, first because off. Because it's up. really, it, I mean, at that point, it's up to the ref. So yeah. if, say it actually does hit your fingers last in basketball and it goes out of bounds, that, if the ref says that you didn't touch it last, even if you come back to him and if you're like, yeah, hey, I actually did touch it last, he's be like, okay. It's too like, late to change it's now. It's too late it, to change. It's an impulse call. It's too late to change, so whatever. Like, you can go, you can go tell them all you want. It's not going to change But if you do go and tell the referee that you touched it last and he knows that you were honest, then the next time around, if it, if, if it wasn't off of you but he calls it against you and then you say, no, no, he might be able to change the call. 
So it could work out in the long run. So then you're implying that you should only be honest because it's going to benefit you later, hopefully. I'm implying that honesty always wins. No, not true. Patriots win. <laughs> They're not honest. They lie, they lie and cheat all the time. They have four Super Bowls. Yeah, it's true. So honesty does not but, always win. But, here, but here's a good example, okay? Because even though the Patriots have four Super Bowls and in the last since, what, 2000-whatever, early 2000s, they have four Super Bowls, all of them are tainted. Yeah. Yes. Right? So everybody would look at them, and, and if you really want to, you could look at them and say, yeah, but... What I'm trying to say is I never want anyone to be able to go, yeah, but. Yeah, but that's not the argument. Because, yeah, of course you don't want that. But the op- if the option is you'd rather win, but, yeah, but, or lose, you would pick win with the but every time. There's no way either of you would. Yeah, of course you'd rather just win. Of course, obviously, I'd rather win every game, every baseball game, 10 nothing. But I'd rather win with the but than lose. Yeah, because if you're the Patriots, you hear all these... And yeah, but while like, you so polish like, there's rings, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, where's your ring? Yeah. Where's your championship? You we're we're on top right now. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. So, I think I'm thinking more so in like pickup games that we play on our level, because in those games you're there the are no referees. Yeah. So let's take it this way now. Do you have an obligation then to try to lie through your teeth? And get the call to go your way when when at, when the teams are deciding because there is no referee. Okay, you're playing a pickup basketball game, no referee. You know it went off of your hand last, but it, it's kind of up in the air. It's not clear. The other guy says it was off of you, and you say it was off of him, knowing that you hit it last. It depends on how close the score is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, come, on, come on, think about it. No, it, it's 100% off me if we're up by 20. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's no, see, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. That is not the because it, that 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 drives me crazy. While you lose and we win because we're <laughs> being a little more dishonest. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, as Christians, don't do, don't Jesus do okay, me. Yeah, okay, as Christians, oh. do you have an obligation to be honest? Probably, but I'd rather <laughs> win. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on Eric's side. <laughs> now, now this is now this is not on the same level as like taking steroids. Okay, that's that. It's not even close. I don't care if people take steroids. You don't? Uh, not really. So what? You, you like Barry Bonds? I mean, you like Mark McGuire? No, I if, like if, I'd Sosa? be fine if it was you like <laughs> Rafael Palmeiro. Okay, I get. I know you know people with steroids because but, all those guys are terrible. <laughs> if I wouldn't care if it was legal, that's what I'm. Yeah, but it's not legal. That's okay, not the question. That's not okay, the question. Chris, yeah, Adderall's not legal unless you have a certain permit, and Chris Davis did it without a permit that one yeah. time. So, like, I don't Permission. know. Yeah. I, I mean, if it's if it's cheating, it's cheating. Like, if, if you're if it's illegal, then I don't want you to do it, but I, I don't care if it's illegal. That's a different topic. No, I, I understand what you're saying, <laughs> but the fact is it is against the rules. In the rule book, it says it is not allowed. So, in my opinion, if somebody were to be caught taking steroids, then yeah, then if you do something against the rules, you have then you have to get punished. Agreed. But I just I wouldn't care if it was 
Not against the rules. Can they pump them up? As I want home runs really far. That's what I want. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you know great. how much fun Mark McGuire's David Sosa was. How boring baseball could be now. Mm. Even though I still love baseball, it still can be boring. When they were hitting 70, 80 home runs, hundred home runs a year, nobody did. Nobody did. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and it was all because they were juicing and they had corks in the back. Yeah, that's what I want. When I play when I play my baseball game on Xbox, it's on easy because I like to win eleven to one. See now, I'm the exact fun. opposite. It's, it's, I hate doing that. You know, I, I've come in the door. There's sometimes I come in the door and I see Eric playing hockey. It's, yeah, and he's and he's up by like eight. I'm like, is this that's fun? not even fun? Is this fun? To that you? is not fun. But I like to watch that. This is, but it's not fun. I would so rather a game greedy. be close, just like watching any sporting event. I would rather a game be close and the team that I want to win lose, as long as it's not my hometown team. This is my hometown team. That's different. I'm just watching a regular. I'm watching the Warriors against the Cavaliers. I'm rooting for the Warriors. I I would rather the game be close and the Cavaliers win than the Warriors win by 35. Yeah, but I don't care about those teams. Yeah, exactly. neither do you. Yeah, you just want to watch a good game. So yeah. it's still selfish. But reason. I, I ultimately I don't care whether or not I win in NHL on Xbox. I do. I need. I want to win. <laughs> it's fun hitting home runs. But yeah, so so here's what we figured out. Shane would rather lose than not tell the ref that the ball went out on him. Not not lying to the ref. Honesty is the best policy. Shane would rather lose every time. So next time the Ravens win on a sketchy call, I'm going to make sure Shane is is done celebrating. You can't celebrate. You can't celebrate that because it was a sketchy call. I mean, the Super Bowl, people think that Jimmy Smith – no, no, no. People that, think I didn't. I'm not saying they did. That is not a clear cut. I'm talking about if it is a clear cut. Okay, you know it. So next time the Ravens win because somebody else, like the ref or whatever, helped us out. Uh, Shane's not going to celebrate, right? Because but he'd rather be, just it win. Has to be black and white. There can't be gray. See, that's going to be your excuse then, because there's all. It can always yeah, be I gray. Need it. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that excuse. But but you guys still haven't answered well, I guess you kind of answered the question of whether or not as a Christian do you have an obligation to be honest about about that sporting wise, game wise. Uh, you guys are just like, I guess so, but like I want you to I want you to give me an actual answer. I I don't know if I don't know if as Christians, you need to be honest all the time. Period. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes. <laughs> Your wife comes up to okay, you. Okay, yeah, do I look fat in this dress? Yeah, and okay. you gotta be honest. And my wife has never looked fat in a dress. Yeah, but I'm just, like, wearing Close anything. One. Anything. Like, always honesty is the best policy. I think there's times where we need to show... Um, gosh, what was... Uh, Rahab in the Bible. Mm-hmm. She lied. Yeah. She lied. Yeah, and she was doing it for the kingdom of God. So, but that, but when it comes to sports, sports is just a fun thing. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. So it's it's not like a life or death. It's just whatever. So I would, I as Christians, I I assume you should always be trying to be the best sport and all that stuff. But I want the Ravens to win no matter what. Me personally, but as a Christian, you probably should. Tip top, yeah. no, I, tip I, top answer. Honestly, all I was gonna say is I agree. <laughs> that is really, the huh. it. I agree with you. Okay, well, you always agree with me. I do. You, I do. I, I think that it's hard to say. 
<laughs> oh, now what? Come on, you make us get in this, and now you. <laughs> I think that it's hard to say. I think that if in like a professional sort of setting, I would say, well, it's the referee's job. If the referee clearly asked me, that's what I said, and said, no. did it go off of you? Okay, but if the referee makes a call, because I've been in a situation. I remember playing baseball, rec baseball when we were kids, little league baseball. And I remember playing third base, having the ground ball hit to me, going to try and tag a runner running from second to third, and I missed. I did not touch him. But for the umpire's angle, it looked like I did. He called him out, and then I threw it over to first and got the double play. But the runner said, he never touched me, he never touched me. And then he even looked at me, and he said, tell him you didn't touch me. (laughs) And I kept my mouth shut. What if the ref came up to you and said, did you touch him? I probably would have said no. <laughs> Conveniently, hey. years after the fact. Hey, but that's the game. I was 12. That's the game. That's just the way it works. So you're saying you would rather lose than win butt, but as Christians, you think it's fine to win butt. What? Huh? Because like you were saying prior, that you don't want to win when you cheat. I didn't. I didn't. Yes, you did say it. Yes, you did say it. And now, as, but as Christians, it's the ref's decision to make sure you don't cheat. So you are no, completely. I said, I, no, no, I, I, you are <laughs> twisting my words. No, go listen back. You are twisting my words because I th- I was saying in a professional setting, when you have a professional paid referee or umpire, I think that it could be different than when you're in a pickup game and you're playing with your friends. You said that you're okay with winning, or that you would rather lose than win, but. That's what you said, right? Did you say that? No, you said no, that. No, what? Okay, you implied that about me. Okay, so if we go back and listen, you're saying you didn't say that. I did not say that. Okay, you're lying because you did say <laughs> I that. I did not. Did he say that? Yes. He no, didn't say that. You said it. No, Topper. Yes, you did. You did say that. You said that lose, then win, but you for you, sure said that. You said it, What's and I never, you? I never denied it. <laughs> You're doing I never said thing? yes or no. Gosh, you're, you're making me so mad. So you did say that. You're changing your mind now. Okay. We can go back 10, ten minutes. Just keep going. People but are going to turn off in a second. They're going to turn it off because you just lied straight to us. And we were said not. you did not say. I was said. presenting. I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts before I presented what I thought. I didn't know I would be crucified for it. So what are your thoughts? You'd rather lose than win butt. I don't know. Now you don't know, but you think it's a ref's decision. As Christians, you think it's just up to the ref. If they don't do it, they don't do it. Because it, well, you, here's an aspect. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Here's an aspect I don't think know. about. Are you hurt? You're hurting the team if you are honest about yeah. missing that tag, right? So what's? But you're getting all the glory because you did make the tag I just did air quotes like people can see that yeah. <laughs> I, I mean as there's no I don't feel like it's even an argument there, as Christians we shouldn't yeah yeah. I don't know how that's an argument but just my competitive nature makes me mm-hmm. put that aside yeah. and I will just just be quiet and not say anything like if there's something like that happens to me I just won't yeah. say anything about it just leave it alone and hopefully they don't ask me and if they ask me I gotta decide whether I'm gonna lie or not and yeah. I would probably lie yeah, but it, it's especially hard to say. Yeah, especially and when you're in the moment too. Yeah, that's hard. Can you imagine if you were in the Super Bowl and something like that happened, 
Uh, like, the Super Bowl, I would, I would lie. And see, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, when you're but in the But you'd moment, rather lose even, than win, if, but even you if, said that. But even if you say now, like, yes, I would be okay with telling the truth. Like, it would be hard when you're in the moment. You, you Who knows what you're going to do in the Super Bowl? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Really? Who knows? Anyways, all right, let's, let's move on. All right. Let's move on to some, to some news. Let's take it over to Tip Top News. Mm. Not just news. It's the Tip Top News. Take it away. Okay, I don't like when you put the pressure on me. <laughs> but I'll go ahead and do my news. <laughs> All right, so um, first thing I found, 30% of people who identify as born-again Christians say they won't vote for Hillary or Trump. Instead, they will either abstain from voting or vote for a third party. So are we going to get political on this show? We don't have to. I can, I can very well move on. <laughs> I, I, well, okay. Now, here, here's the thing. When it comes to politics, many Christians would just, without a doubt, no matter who the candidate is, will vote Republican no matter what. Yeah, that's because true. Because that it's quote-unquote conservative. Yeah. It's... The Christian way, all yeah. that sort of stuff. The mm-hmm. morals are more the morals, mm-hmm. I, and I understand why. But I don't. There are many Christians who I they will they do not care mm-hmm. what the per, who the person is, what the person says, their policies. They will just vote Republican because they're going to vote Republican no yeah. matter what. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying thirty percent of Christians who identify thirty percent no, of people who, who identify, who identify as, as born again Christians said so they won't vote for Hillary or Trump. Hmm. And they're gonna just not vote or vote either for a third not party. vote or vote for a third party. Yeah, I I've been still that you have to vote. Yeah, <clears throat> but I don't know. I don't want to vote for that. If Dad listening, gonna be so mad. <laughs> I don't want to vote for. I'm not voting for Hillary, and I don't want to vote for Trump. Yeah. Um, I know. But I gotta like to me. I have to vote. Right. I mean, is this? I feel like every election. There is a similar feel to this, but like, did South Park bad. nail it on the head? Yeah, were they with the episode a few years ago of having to vote between two terrible options? Well, a turd sandwich and a douche. Yes. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I was. I was, I was <laughs> watching to see if you would say it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, and that's really the situation that we yeah. find ourselves in. Yeah, really. Yeah. It's almost like you're yes you're voting for this person but you're not really voting for them. You are because you you don't want to vote for the other person more. Yeah. That's yeah, that's just yeah, really what that's awesome. So what was the percentage? 30. 30% of people who identify as born again Christians. And now there's a difference between 30% of people who identify as Christians yeah. and yeah. born again Christians. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of that's lower to me than I'd be interested yeah. to see what that percentage was in years past too cuz I don't know what to compare that to. Mm-hmm. But I just found that interesting. Well, I feel like this is really the first time where where Christians really born again Christians really face a huge dilemma. Oh yeah. Because so many people are like, I just cannot vote for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Most... where in years past they could be like, All right, this wasn't my choice as a Republican candidate, but I'll vote for them. Yeah. Yeah, because because in general, we're, I'm not. I mean, I think we're all Republican, but I'm not, like, only Republican. Mm-hmm. Plenty of Christians can be Democrat, mm-hmm. but um, in in the past, it was probably just, well, yeah, like you said, you I'll mean, vote for Mitt Romney. You mean or that whatever. being a Democrat doesn't guarantee a one-way ticket to hell? 
I mean, I haven't read <laughs> enough of the Bible. <laughs> what does it say? Some that? churches, some churches, in, 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 I think they wow. think that. Wow, revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. All right, what else you got? Okay, so uh, recently, uh, a Texas man paid his two hundred and twelve dollar speeding ticket in. 22,000 pennies. I saw that. Did you see the video? I watched the video. Awesome. Now, the other thing is, yes, that's awesome because he was, he was pissed out, pissed off about his like speeding ticket, but I kind of feel bad for like the lady who works there because she she had nothing to do with that. You know, like he came up, he's like, oh yeah, can I pay this? I'll come back. He came back with two huge buckets of pennies that dumped it. By the way, he didn't even unwrap. He yeah. got he got yeah. the little rolls, smashed it with a hammer, and shoveled it in there, yeah. and said it was extortion money, and you're yeah. policing for money. That's what he did. This lady's like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" Yeah, it's poor lady's gonna count all that. But it was really funny. Yeah, so. that's how I I got pulled over two weeks ago. Nah, maybe longer than that. Three weeks ago, um, I got pulled over speeding, and when I was, I accidentally left the house, and Erica. And Brooklyn, I just burped. Oh, come on, the microphone. Man, I'll just always use this one. I, I left, and I left Brooklyn and Savannah and Erica all outside, and I locked the door, and they didn't have a key. So I was getting lunch with AJ, our pastor at Connections, and she called and said, um, I'm locked out. So they oh, oh, crap, I got to go back. So I was trying to speed back, and I was speeding back, and I got pulled over, and I was going... 15, 18 over. So I was going, definitely going fast, but I didn't feel like it was that fast. And he pulled me over. It was pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was on, it was an open road. But once he put, once I saw him, I was like, oh, so, so if it's an open road, it doesn't matter. The yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Apply. No, it doesn't apply. <laughs> um, so I can pull over and then he comes up and is like, hey, so, right, life administration, you know how fast you're going? And I said, no, I know I was going faster. He said, hey, what, why are you going so fast? And I told him why, which is a pretty good excuse that your wife and two kids two and under but how does he know if you're telling the truth well he asked me so I told him the truth as a good Christian pastor I feel like he probably hears it he doesn't know that you're a good but anyways that's a pretty good that's a pretty good excuse I said I'm I I said like I'm sorry I I actually locked my wife and kids out of the house I'm trying to get back I know it's not a good excuse I even said that but that's kind of my excuse and then he said "All right, well why else were you speeding what do you mean, why else? Like, why you gotta be a jerk about it? Just give me my ticket. And then he yelled at me because I had a thing on my rear meter and you're not allowed to have that. And he gave me a warning for that. And he gave me the ticket. So, I feel like paying my ticket. <laughs> you do, right. Yeah. It's the worst. I know. Like, even though I was speeding and all stuff, but especially for speed cameras, I would gladly pay that way. I hate speed cameras. Yeah. Yes. I hate them. I mean, who... That's like such a... Like... Yeah, I hate First like I love I love food. I hate speed cameras. <laughs> yeah, obviously everyone hates oh, speed cameras. Who likes them? You went a completely different direction than I thought you were going with that. No, I'm saying a statement that everyone agrees with. But I also think that it is ridiculous when somebody complains about breaking the law that is a law. Yeah. I think that that's just like we were talking about with steroids and sports. Yeah, I think that it is. Ridiculous if, look, the, that, that police officer did not make the, that law. Yeah. But the police officer's job is to enforce it. And there are some police officers who I realize take things too far or they have a quota to reach or whatever it is. But I also think that police officers get a bad rap. And, and, and I think that many times people are like, can you believe it? I got a ticket for going 18 over the speed limit. 
But you were going 18 over the speed limit. Shane, let me ask you something. <laughs> speed limit's 40. Uh-huh. You're going 45. Okay, yep. You get a ticket. Mm-hmm. You can't complain. I agree, but I didn't say I wouldn't complain in that situation. All I said was, if you go over or if you break something, you can't complain about the consequences if you broke something. You would not complain about the fact that you went five miles over and got a ticket for that. I would be upset. You're so so full of it. But bottom line is, (laughs) it is the law. I know. But I can understand five miles because there there is like a... A little bit of a like a you have a little bit of a yeah. leeway in there. Yeah. So they say I think they say like if you're going any more than it's generally like ten or over. Le- yeah, like ten or over, then you should be you should be worried. Yeah. If you're going five miles over the speed limit, yeah. you get a ticket. Granted, yes, you're breaking the law, but yeah, you'd be mad about it because most people don't get pulled over because yeah. everyone goes five miles over the speed limit. So you're fine with speed cameras. Because they're enforcing the law of whatever it is without a cop having to pull you over and you just have to pay it. I didn't say that I enjoy them. You, but I didn't say that I enjoy them. Complain. But it does. But it does mean that the speed camera isn't wrong. Well, that, that doesn't mean it, that doesn't mean you can't be upset. All it is is a, is another tax on us. That's all Agreed. those are. Agreed. But so you can get upset with that. The fact that a cop pulled you over five miles did over. Did you or did you not break the law? Te- technically, yes. What do you mean? Is, is there another option of yes? Is there another adjective you need to put before yes and that? It's yes across the board. Okay, well, so then let's, let's bring it back to Christianity. Oh, my goodness. Because, hey, law is a law, and obey the law is a land. Why are you allowed to speed then, Pastor Shane? Shouldn't you be going the speed limit at all I times? Didn't say that you, that, I didn't say that I've never done it. I didn't say that, that I think that it's a terrible thing if you do it. But I did say... If you broke the law and you got caught doing it, then bottom line is you you can, you can be upset if you want, but the bottom line is you still broke the law, and so why are you so surprised? Because it's it's you're not in, if you're going five ten miles over, you're not hurting anyone. You you're went eighteen. Every, I'm not talking about eighteen. Any of that stuff. You're not doing any of that stuff. You're still in control. You're not all. It, you know the reason why you complain is because you know it's not about safety. It's not about and stuff most of the time. If someone's going to 25 miles over the speed limit, fine, that's safety. But when you're going 10 or 15, which I've gotten pulled over in tickets for 10 or 15, that's not about safety. That's not about that's not about protecting the law. It's not about the law was put in place because of safety. But but them pulling you over for going 10 miles over is not about protecting the law. It's about getting money from you. That's it. And you don't think that's always the case. No, 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 you are wrong. I am not wrong on that. Because here's now, I'll, yeah, they get money from you, but that, that's why there are varying speeds on different roads. It's for safety reasons. That's why it's 25 miles per hour in a school zone. It's for safety reasons. That's why it's 70 miles per hour on a highway because you can go faster on there. Safety reasons. They have different varying speeds on different roads for safety reasons. Now, do they get money from it? Yes, of course they do. I'll tell you one thing. I'll take a speed camera. Any day over getting pulled over by you don't get points. Exactly. I will as much as I may complain. I will pay that fine any day over having to go to court and fight that or getting points, whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's the actual. You're you're doing an argument to try to beat my argument that has nothing to do with it. I'm not saying that the speed limit is not because of safety. I'm saying getting tickets for going ten miles over is not because of safety. It's about getting money from you. It's about taxing us again every single time. When you're going that, when you're not Every going that time. fast, 
I'm not saying I'm not gonna make a definite every single time because then of course there's exceptions. If you're going to like wave over, then yeah, it's probably about it can be about safety. But when cops are sitting there parked in a certain spot at where where Erica lives, it goes from fifty to forty to thirty. Does Erica with, live with you? Well, where her parents live. <laughs> it goes from fifty to forty to thirty within a hundred feet. And a, cop, and a cop sits at the thirty. That's true. And if I'm going yeah. forty five yeah. over, you're saying that's about safety. No, it's not. It's about taking money from me. No, so of course no, it's not, no, no, no. You are you always twist my words. I'm not. I'm saying what you're saying. You always twist <laughs> my said, words. No, 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 no. It's about I said safety. That the that the speed. Was put in place because of safety reasons. And I never and said do that. It. Yeah, no, but you're trying to twist my words and say that I said something opposite of that. That is not true. What I said was the speed limit is put in place based on the roads, based on how many exits there are, based on Shane. how many Shane. side roads there are, all of that. No stuff. one is even talking about the speeds. No you one. are. No, I'm not. Mean? I'm talking about when a cop sits and gives you a ticket and finds a trap and gives you a ticket for 10, 10 over. Anything under 15 over. But even if we go that route, even if you go one mile per hour over the speed limit, yes, you are still breaking the law. Oh my gosh, this is so draining. I don't want to get into this. I just want to stay friends with you guys. And just... it's, it's, a, it's a way to, to... Most of the time, it is not about safety. And if you think it's about safety, all those all those times where the cops sit I said. specifically, I said the speed is about safety. Okay, you're not getting it. Let's move on. It's too I get, big. For I understand why there's speed limits. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. I've never. You're not understanding the fact that I'm not arguing whether there there should be speed limits. Of course, I'm not arguing whether there should be speed limits. I'm arguing the fact that if you go. One mile over, which is breaking the law, that and a cop gives you a ticket for that. That that it's not because of safety they're giving you a ticket. That's what all I'm trying to say. It's not because of safety. Have you ever it's, gotten a ticket for going one mile over? I've gotten a ticket for going ten miles over. Uh-huh. That's not because of safety they're giving me a ticket. They're giving me a ticket. I'm going ten miles over, not because they think I'm endangering anybody because I'm not, and they know that they're giving me a ticket so that they can get money from me. That's it. That's or, why when the tickets this? now maybe they're giving you a ticket because that's their job. And they can't decide intent. They don't know what sort of a driver you are. So if they see that you are going ten miles, 10 over. miles per hour over, they don't know who. They don't know what's going through your head. All that their job is as a police officer. Now, if you want to talk about the state or the government, that's different. But as a police officer, his or her job is to enforce the laws that are put in place for safety reasons. So you're on the side of a cop giving. A ticket for going 10 miles over. I don't enjoy <laughs> it. But what I am saying is, it's never fun, Gosh, and I don't like it when that happens to me. But what I am saying is, ultimately, you can't be that upset over it because that cop is doing their job. Move on. Moving on. Yeah, well, let's lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> this has I'm... been the most infuriating. <laughs> I've got some Baltimore news for Shane because I know he loves himself mm. some Baltimore. I love um, Baltimore. There will be a new garden at Orioles Park that will attract actual Orioles. How? What? Well, what? <laughs> okay, hold on. First off, don't please. ask me how. That's just that's just the headline. Where, I didn't read where, the rest. Well, you can't just read a headline and not the rest of the article. Where where in the stadium will this garden be located? I will Google it and get back to you. <laughs> All right. And what attracts Orioles? I don't know. 
But we did see two in the golf course today, which was the first time I've seen Orioles in Baltimore. Are you Baltimore sure? In a long they time. were no, they 100% were one, they Orioles. Were. They definitely were. Because I see birds at. No, it's not a robin, Eric. Yeah, we know. I know what a robin we know. Eric, like. It's not a cardinal. Well, no, they're not colorblind, Eric. It's not a pigeon. Yeah, okay. really. Those things have a million diseases. Okay. Was it it a, wasn't a seagull. We're not by the beach. Was it an eagle? <laughs> no. Okay. It was It was absolutely an Oriole. Yeah. When you see an Oriole, you know it. No, yeah. there's there's yeah. there's a there's some birds that look like Orioles, but they're not. No, but when you actually see a real Oriole, you're like, oh, that it's is an Oriole. Oriole. It's something that it's just in our Baltimore roots. You just kind of <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You you can mistake you're other born, birds for being an Oriole, but when you see a real Oriole, you know without a doubt that's an Oriole. Eric obviously doesn't. Doesn't know. Thinks it's a I don't dove. know if I've ever seen it. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen an Oriole. I think I have. But first off, uh, how is it what, like it has to be to to attract a certain type of bird to a location in the city, no less. Mm. It has to be some sort of scent involved. Could be. It has to be. I mean, because like there, there aren't maybe like, they like a certain food. There I aren't like know. a lot of Oriole birds flying around the city. Yeah. No, I know. You, they probably get. They probably bring in Oriole bird. They're not bringing them in. No. Did, how did he know? He <laughs> didn't read the article. Attract that. <laughs> Listen, I didn't expect this to go into a bird conversation. I really just wanted to tell you some Baltimore news. So, you didn't expect it to go into a bird conversation when you told us a story about birds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just thought it was going to stop there, honestly. So you don't know whether they're brought in or they have, like, this secret thing that brings them in, like a food or whatever that only Oriole birds can smell and no other birds like. That's probably the only reasonable answer, yeah. There's no way that's the only reason. <laughs> you said the only reasonable answer yeah, is if any other answer is reasonable. absolutely absurd. I don't know. They could like certain plants. Yeah, but how did they even get to that plant? That's a good question. Top, if you want to do... Maybe there's a call. Maybe there's a certain call. A call? Do you know an Oriole call? No, but I'll, I mean... They play the Orioles magic song. Over there. I don't know. <laughs> Something magic happens. If you're going to do tip-top news, you need you to be... do your research. Well, you need well, to be... You can't show up with... Tip -top. You can't show up with, uh, they bring Oriole birds. Well, how? Well, I don't know. I just read the yeah, headline of the... You can't just show up and say, hey, I read this headline and nothing <laughs> you else. You know what? I'll be honest. I had something else. I was like, I'm going to switch to the Baltimore. <laughs> Big but mistake. it didn't work. It really didn't work. <laughs> That was a flop. Dang. All right, we're, I'll work we're, on it. Yeah, it's, There's it's, plenty of time. We got time. Well, we got his time. Well, I don't know about that. But. <laughs> well, hey, uh, this this was some this was some pretty good discussions, pretty good conversations. I'm still mad because you're you're really don't arguing. Get back in. No, don't, don't <laughs> you're get back into it. the arguments you're making don't get back into it. about about the Shane train sports station stupid stuff and the speed limit. When people listen, they're going to go, why is no one going to agree with you on any of it? You're hypocritical, and you're Being going... right isn't always popular. Oh, gosh. Arrogance. I'm so, glad, <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't say you were mad about my news. I'm glad that it came back to no, you. We should end now. Fine. Okay. Well, hey, thanks so much for spending some time listening to us talk about Shut a bunch up. of garbage. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. you. Thank you, Podcast Land and Beyond. I appreciate everybody. And we'll catch you next time on Nacho Mama's Christian Podcast. Thank you for listening to Nacho Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like us on Facebook. Music provided by The Revive. You can check them out 
TheRevivedMusic.com. You can find Connections Church at ConnectionsChurch.cc. You can find City on a Hill Community Church at CityOnAHillCC.org. 